Hi everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the SOS podcast. I'm your host Liv and in today's episode me and my friend Emma talk about um, body confidence, our own experience with it and how we've both come to love the skin we're in. We really hope this podcast will help you gain some confidence and realize just how lovely you are thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy hi everyone today I'm here with Emma sitting with me do you want to say hi hi (laughs) um and Emma is a amazing photographer thank you um I've worked with her a few times we've just we've been on a few shoots together we have yeah it's really lovely we always have lovely chats Yeah. yeah and Emma is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to body positivity so I guess we could start by talking about our own experiences with body confidence. Yeah. Because I think we've probably got... Everybody has encountered it at some point, I think. Um, you know, some sort of lack of confidence within Definitely. themselves as a human. Yeah. You just do. Um, so do you want to talk a bit about your yeah. journey with that? Sure. So um, I was always um, a fat child. I would I would say fat rather than um, big. Um, and um, my I was put on my first diet when I was eight. Oh, wow. um, so it's yeah, it's always been something that I've struggled with. And um, since that first diet when I was eight, I've I've been on endless diets since toed and froed battled with my weight always always had like an overlying feeling of like being healthy and exercised and um also trained in nutrition um yeah so I I think my entire life it's sort of hung over me and I've always felt like I will start dating when I've lost so-and-so weight or I will go for that job when I've lost so-and-so weight or I will be a better person when I've lost so-and-so weight um and I think one thing that really stands out to me is when I was about 10, um, I was leaning on the back of my mum's um, driving seat and she turned around and said, oh wow, look everybody, isn't Emma pretty when she hasn't got her double chin? And oh, I, think, I think from that moment on, I always had a feeling of, yeah. I'm not valid, I'm not good enough. A couple of years ago, I suddenly decided um, enough is enough. I've been dieting my entire life. I've tried everything. Um, and, you know, I've been to doctors and asked them to help me. And um, and I just got to a point that I was like, you know what? Like, I'm really well. Um, I'm, I, I, you know, I go to the doctors and they take my blood pressure twice because they don't believe how well I am, which, you know, there's a lot around that as mm. well. Um, but... While I'm clinically classed clinically obese, um, to me I feel healthy. I feel good. I feel healthy, and I felt like it was time to um, move on from the idea that I need to diet and just be like, okay, actually I can be what I am, yeah. and um, that has been quite mind blowing, really. Um, in terms of you know, I, I don't exercise now to lose weight. I exercise because I enjoy it and I'm probably the fittest I've ever been because I'm not having that mental battle with it all the time. It's not punishment, mm. it's enjoyment and it's time for me rather than, you know, I'm doing it because I feel like I should be something. I know, I think that's the, that's the point. I read something, where did I find it? It was a quote that basically said, you can't hate yourself to a body you love. Yes. And I was like, that's so true. Yes. Because you can be the tiniest you've ever been. When I was really in my depths of anorexia, I was, you know, really thin. 
and I still didn't feel yeah <laughs> confident in myself I still felt like I wasn't valid I still felt like you can always in your head you're always like I could lose more yes you get into that whole mm. I don't know it's like a vortex that sucks you in you well, have really hard to get out of it yeah so and that was out of hate I was doing it out of oh you know I've got no control over my life so I'm going to punish myself and that's why I was losing the weight but it's really interesting because people would go wow you look so good yes well that's the thing it's like it's like a measure isn't it like yeah. especially families and I know um, you know, I've, I've spoken to quite a few people for my project, which I know we'll talk about, but, um, I, like, like family members tend to use your weight as a gauge as to how you're doing in life. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, you, you know, you've lost weight. Well, you know, you look great. You know, things, things must be yeah. good. And you're like, yeah. actually, I might be really ill. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the flu and I can <laughs> eat all week, but cool. <laughs> I picked up a really horrible bacteria and I've been puking for three weeks. <laughs> It's, it's a really rigid um, scale of, I think it's a bit of a hierarchy in society with weight. Yes. So people are perceived on how well, like you just said, how well they're doing based on how the, what they're weighing, what they look like. And I just think it's so, it's the wrong way of looking at things. Because yeah. someone can be so mentally unwell yeah. and still look on the outside like they're not yes. suffering at all. It is mad. And I think there's a lot of, there's a definite gap that I've noticed between um you know your mental health and your body yeah I I wish that one day that it will just be seen as health yeah so mental health and physical health won't be separate yeah you're just seen as one because I think there could be something completely different going on in your head definitely um but it's such there's such a lot of mental health issues around weight loss and especially like because things like slimming world um is all mm. like measured on no fat yeah. and it's so important to have fat in our diet oh God, for yeah. our uh, mental health as well you know with bare biology yeah you know, and well it's, yeah. it's the it the whole nutrition thing i think you just need to treat your body with respect yes. so like you know if you do that you know i ate pizza last night i'm gonna eat the pizza yeah. and that's fine <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna make myself feel guilty about it and I'm i just think gonna... that's the key i think it's to be you know, this is making me feel good. And you know what? Like, it's Friday. I just had pizza downstairs. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. And, yeah. and um, you know, I felt it's Friday. I'm a bit tired. I'm going to have some beers tonight. But I'll probably wake up tomorrow morning and be like, I just want a juice with some, like, homemade maple granola mm-hmm. or something with it tomorrow morning. And that is absolutely fine I think it's like it's so healthy to give yourself a break and if you're so rigid all the time that's when it you come into like problems because you're trying to control it yeah. and like everybody wants to break control exactly and, and there's no there's the, I'm not surprised that people are so confused by it all because you've got mixed messages absolutely mm. everywhere of what health what's healthy what isn't people have different opinions on Instagram you've got people selling weight loss shakes yes um oh i'm all for the body body positive movement but here's a shake that has laxatives in it yeah this year this Um, week (laughs) and that that to me i want them all banned yeah personally because i just think it's so damaging um and i'd hate to think that if i have a daughter or a son when they're older and they're looking for instagram and think they have to drink a weight loss shake Mm. to be valid that freaks me out absolutely because i think there's a you can punish yourself by not eating enough and you can punish yourself by eating too much because when I um, kept was coming out of my anorexia, 
I was then, I don't actually know how to have like a good relationship with food. And I started to go the opposite way, which is, oh, um, I don't feel hungry, but if I don't eat, that means I'm using my old right. habits again. Oh, that's really interesting. So then I'd be like, oh no, I need to eat breakfast because if I don't eat breakfast, then that means I'm using old bad habits when actually I just need to eat intuitively if I've had a massive dinner I'm not going to wake up and feel yeah. instantly hungry and then I'd then feel full and sluggish and awful for the rest of the day because yeah. I'm just putting food in my mouth not thinking about it because I'm like I don't want to be anorexic again when actually that was doing just as much damage to my body because my digestion was bad all those sorts of things because I wasn't listening yes I still wasn't listening and I still wasn't in tune so now I literally don't look at calories um, which some people will be like, you know, it's kind of controversial. Some people were like, we well, should, but I, d- I know that if I go down that route and look at calories and look at what I'm eating, it's mm. just a slippery slope for me. And I think it can work the same for scales as well, because, you know, I, um, um, my weight fluctuates so much. Like I, I can wake up in the morning and be half a stone lighter than I am in the evening. Mm. And then, um, you know, depending where I am time of the month and all of that sort of stuff. And I got so obsessed about it. And it was only until I stopped standing on the scales that I actually started to feel free and um it's like you know if I if I put my jeans on and they feel a bit tight I'm like okay maybe I just need to dial it back a little bit um but generally I go by if I'm feeling a little bit bloated if I'm feeling a bit full I mean full disclosure I do the five two but I don't do it to lose weight I do it to um um decrease my risk of age-related rate related yeah. diseases because I've got a lot of them in my family which it's known for helping yeah, massively with. yeah yeah but um it's actually quite interesting when I tell people um when I do like when I say I'm doing the five two they're like oh, how much are you looking to lose and I'm like well it's not a diet for a diet it's um just a you know way of life for me and yeah. um and people are always really you know quite quite shocked and don't quite know what to say to that you know because they're like yeah. well you must be trying to lose weight you know and it's yeah. like no no I'm quite happy I'm quite happy thanks <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright <laughs> god some people so it's quite interesting what you said about Emma made this really good point when we were chatting earlier the way people see themselves reflects when they're talking about other people yes. so I know that when you're younger your mum will go oh it's only the bully's problem they've obviously got sight but it is so true if yeah. someone is that animated or you know if someone gets upset by something that actually doesn't it doesn't affect them necessarily yeah. it's to do with something inside of them yeah it's the feeling that okay if the people in my life are noticing the fat people in the world then people are noticing me and um it you know it's it's given me a lot of social anxiety over the years in terms of walking down the street if I see you know groups of builders I will cross the road to avoid everything to be in that situation and yeah I I think there could be a whole wealth of reasons why people might call you out in the street and um it's got to stop it's just not I mean this is um I don't know if it's okay to talk about Valid now yes of course so Valid is um my photography project that um I'm launching very soon and um the, the whole reason that started was because I'd found a bit of a happy place with my body confidence and um, I was feeling good and I'd lost a bit of weight just um you know just just from the fact that I was enjoying exercise and hadn't set out to lose it but um I just assumed that maybe the the calling out would stop and then a bonfire night last year I went out and um there was a guy at the pub who um I was there with my Airbnb guest and she's very tall very blonde and um he basically 
decided that I wasn't valid enough to be hanging out with such a beauty and um, very loudly told his mates that, um, you know, I I wasn't good enough to be hanging out with somebody like that. And um, he was also saying, you know, things like, oh, you know, it's, um, it's when they're two foot two foot high and six foot wide and oh, you know wow. oh <laughs> and it's, you know Emma's really lovely you can see her <laughs> when you go on her Instagram you'll see how lovely she is she's really lovely and um you know and, and the thing is I think what what is the most frustrating thing is that um you know a lot of people when they call me out is things like oh you know you've been on the sausage rolls or you need oh, to cut down on the chips and like I don't eat those things like I don't enjoy them I don't eat them and I, you know, put a lot of effort into keeping myself fit and healthy, and I'm not saying that's the be-all and end-all of life, but um, it's just frustrating. You feel like just saying, oh, if only you could see what I put into it and, like, what I struggle with and blah, blah. Um, And that's not to say that I'm like, woe is me, but, you know... It's frustrating. It's it's frustrating, And really offensive. Don't do that. (laughs) But, like, you know, the thing is, people are dealing with this all the time, whether they've got disabilities, their race, their sexuality, their gender identity. You know, people are dealing with judgments all the time and um so I put something out on my Instagram stories the next day and I just said look I'm not looking for sympathy but um you know I want you to know that this happens and if you have somebody in your life that does that kind of thing call them out on it um because just like one less comment for somebody that's dealing with that can be you know better yeah. it's, a, it's a better life for them yeah um and uh, you know what I had about a hundred people come back to me and say oh my gosh it's so refreshing to see somebody that isn't a big name in this field to be vulnerable and say what what you know what this is about and so I think um you know that that was the that was the start of Valid where I was like I want to tell people's stories and um it's been really empowering it's it's also been a very responsible thing but you know because people are essentially not everybody because you know as I say dealing with a variety of things but when it comes to shape and size people are getting their kit off and um you know in front of the camera and they're talking about their innermost insecurities and so it's it's been you know it's it's been liberating yet exhausting for them um for some people it has thrown up some stuff that they've not Mm -hmm. quite dealt with so um it's kind of a form of therapy i think to do yeah. that sort of stuff and th- you know what that that in itself is a little bit like dodgy ground because i'm not a therapist and i you know i think it's 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 going to yeah i'm going to have to approach some caution around it yeah. but at the same time i think it's a really important thing to do and you know i'm i'm listening i'm listening i'm, I'm reading elizabeth gilbert's um, big magic again as a refresher because I've read it before but oh, it's just it. oh my gosh it it's amazing if you're wanting to start a creative project and you've got walls up for whatever reason mm. it's the thing to read and her podcast is amazing as well so um, so yeah it's the project that's been given to me and I know I've got to do it yes. um, I think it's amazing yeah. from an outside perspective you could have gone home and thought oh maybe I'm not valid then if that guy has said that to me and you could have gone into that old Emma which didn't feel valid but instead you went no hang on a minute that's really rude and it's not okay and I'm going to help other people 
give them a voice. Yes. And I think that in itself is incredible. I can't actually think of a better person to do that project, oh, actually. thank you. Because Emma's got a really amazing way of making you feel comfortable in front of the camera, even if you're a bit <laughs> awkward, like me. So, uh, yeah, it's I think it's know. a really good project. I'm really excited to see it. When is it launching, do you know? It's launching soon. Um, I'm hoping within the next couple of months. I'm, yeah. I'm yet to... Um, I'm designing the website currently, and then it's the transcribing the interviews that I'm feeling a sense of responsibility around, but... Um, I am going to get stuck into that in the next couple of weeks and it should be good but um, yeah but I just wanted to also just say around that kind of um, you know sharing and vulnerability thing like um, if anybody's listened to the Brene Brown audiobook The Power of Vulnerability mm. it is like one of the most empowering and mind-blowing things and she says I don't know if this is a direct quote or um, a variation of it but she says um within vulnerability shame cannot thrive mm. which I think is really powerful right so I think what I used to do is I used to not tell people what people had said to me because I felt like somehow it was cementing it and then the person I was telling would also think of me like that mm. um, and it was almost like brushing it under the carpet and I think my personal journey of body acceptance started when I started looking at my looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, do you know what? I am a bit fat. Um, I have got like a bit of a belly and I've got like a bit wobbly thighs, um, but it's okay. I'm enough and I'm valid. And I think that has been the single most powerful thing that I could have done for myself. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like rather than brushing it under the carpet and being like, no, but I need to look like these models yes. in the magazines, which by the way, as a photographer, I can tell you is all... <laughs> all fabricated yes it's not real it's, it's not all real. clever lighting clever makeup yes okay you've heard it from the from the person herself it's not real so we actually had a question I asked on my Instagram um I'll leave my Instagram and Emma's in the show notes but I asked on my Instagram if anyone had any questions for me and Emma and um my friend April actually gave me a question which um she's just had a baby so obviously her body has changed um, and she said that she now hates the body she's in which from my perspective I look at her and think she looks bloody gorgeous also she's just birthed a human so yeah. amazing right? Um, and you know her pregnancy was not easy so I think just even that is amazing um, but she's asked how you can get your confidence back after something like that um, and although me and Emma both, ha- we don't have kids, um, <laughs> but we, I can speak from sort of my perspective of how, what I think body confidence is yeah. and what defines that and yeah. how you come to that realisation. So when you sat, when you stood in the mirror and said, I'm going to accept myself, do you think that that was, was there like a pivotal moment that made you think, I like, this is me now, I'm just going to roll with this, this is how I am, and everyone else can do one? Yeah. Or was there like a thing that you did, or was there any steps towards that that you kind yeah, of... Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it wasn't an instant overnight thing, it was more learning how to be kind to myself in terms of, you know speak to yourself and just be like okay so I've got a a bit of a wobbly belly going on here but like man like I nailed this today or I did this today Mm. and it's just like I think just taking the time to accept that you know maybe your body doesn't look like it used to look 
but it doesn't mean that it's less valid yeah exactly yeah and I think that um on Instagram and social media um I was saying to Emma earlier there's a lot of comments so someone will post something amazing that they've just done like a new project they're launching or something and they'll be you know looking lovely but the only comments that are on there are just wow your body oh my god you look amazing yes there's no comments about what you've actually achieved or what yeah. the post is actually about yes. it's just especially on you know celebrities posts mm. that's what I tend to see a lot of yeah um and I think that's why it's so damaging because then you just see that your worth is to do with your body so if that changes then you're like, oh, people loved me before when I was like that. So mm. now I don't know who I am or what I'm valid for. Yes. When actually you've you've just given birth to the most beautiful baby boy. That is <laughs> yeah. valid enough. You are doing good. High five. <laughs> um, and also, you know, it ta- I, you know, from, from having friends that have had babies, you know, it takes time. Just allow yourself to be in this body that's just gone through this massive, huge deal. And so the best book I've read to do with body confidence in particular was Katie Piper's book called Confidence. Oh, it's right. Because she is amazing, obviously, for obvious reasons. She's had to sort of... Her body changed dramatically Mm. after her acid burn. Um, and she had to then she looked in the mirror she didn't recognise who that woman was anymore and she was a model before so her whole her whole life was based on her looks so then she had to look in the mirror and say I've now got to accept this person because if I don't I'm not going to move on yeah and the thing that she said in the book that I've actually kept and I do use sometimes from because we all have our bad days even if we sit here and preach all of this there'll be a day where me and Emma probably sit there and go god I'm feeling crap today totally (laughs) do you know what this morning was one of those mornings for me (laughs) yeah so it's just it is human for you to feel those things especially if you're going through changes but what she said that really stuck with me is that she looked in the mirror and she said imagine you are the first human on the planet so you there's no one else that you can compare yourself to and look at yourself as if you were the first designed human like someone had just plonked you on earth and there's nothing else for you to go oh but that person looks that way and that person because you are the only one and then look at your body from that perspective Mm. and name stuff you like that's what she basically said which I think is so powerful um I don't know go in your bedroom or wherever you've got like a full length mirror and stand there naked which is really vulnerable (laughs) even if you're in your own or even photograph yourself naked yeah and just start going hey do you know what I actually look great in this and that's down to the self care thing spending more time with yourself because we're so busy all the time we're running around from you know to work to home we're then cooking we've got kids we've whatever we're running around we're on our phones we're not present in our body enough yeah. so no wonder we don't really know it yeah. <laughs> we just look at it sometimes and go god is that what I look like yeah and, and also I think you know it's, it's that thing because um I, you know, I don't know whether my social anxiety can because of my weight, but um, I will often, before I walk into a bar or um, um, into a new group of people, I will think, oh my God, like, they're going to think this and that and mm. that. Um, but, like, I never, when I'm, when I'm meeting somebody, I never think they're fat they're that they're thin they're you know you're not thinking you're thinking great new person like you know chat away and like you know and you're thinking oh like their nails are great or you know and you're never and I I think sometimes that's a real stark reminder sometimes like you know they're not (laughs) and I 
there was um we were at a talk with Mel and Bryony Gordon and they it was at Liberty I've mentioned it in one of my previous podcasts but there was so many good stuff there was so many like little knowledgeable bits that I took away from that and that I've been using and um Bryony said that when someone compliments you <laughs> you basically take that compliment and you're like I'm gonna like tread it on the. I'm gonna yes. tread on it. I'm gonna spit on it. It's so and, true. Like, someone will go, oh, your hair looks really lovely. Oh, what this? No, I haven't even washed it. What yeah. are you talking about? And you're yeah. like, you we always put ourselves down. Yeah. yeah. And just even doing that, she was like, just say thank you and put it in your pocket. Yeah. And be done with it. Yeah. Like, because I know that when I compliment someone, I'm being sincere. I yeah. will compliment someone if I really like whatever. Like you. Their compliment is sincere, so you should just believe them. <laughs> it's almost like, I mean, when you break it down, it's almost like you're saying, like, yeah, I don't believe you. Yeah. You're telling me a lie. <laughs> it's quite offensive. You're yeah. like, oh, what, this night was a pound from Primark. What yeah. are you talking about? Like, it's a really, it's like ingrained into us. Yeah. That accepting a compliment is like a, a weird thing. Or yeah. Or like a bad thing. Yeah, almost. or like big-headed or... Big-headed. Yeah. But then like, you know, when somebody um, somebody accepts a compliment from me, I'm like, nice, that landed well. Yeah. You know. And then if you, if they go, oh no, you're like, oh, have I embarrassed them? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, so, oh, sorry, let's, let's just not compliment each yeah. other anymore. <laughs> so I think that's a big point, is that if someone compliments you, believe them. Yeah. Because then that boosts your confidence too, and you can think, yeah, I do look good in this dress. And also put it in your gratitude. Like, you yeah. know, if you're listing your gratitude at the end of the day, literally just like... Liv said that I look nice today. Yeah. You know, just put it in there. Why yeah. not? You know, that's such a good point. Me and Emma both journal, right? Yeah, you yeah. use your self, best self. Journal? I do best self, and then I do. I probably journal about three times a week, just like you know, yeah. general free writing. And, and yeah, stuff. yeah. It's actually really, really powerful to do that. Like maybe do a gratitude list of the things that you like about your body, and they're not necessarily like sort of aesthetically they don't have to be oh I look good in this dress I sometimes wake up and I will write down I'm really lucky that I've got a healthy body that I can that will walk me to work yes I'm really lucky that I have a stomach that works that I can eat food yummy food today yeah because people there's some people out there that don't have a working you know body and it's that I try and just focus on those things if I really can't find anything that I really like about myself that day I'm like wow at least I woke up today and my heart is beating and my legs are moving and I actually um so I had a car accident about eight years ago and well about 10 years ago now and um broke my leg and for about six years I couldn't walk um I and then I had it fused because of arthritis um and it is a stark reminder that like you know I I I count my lucky stars every day that I can walk now you know and I thoroughly make the most of it I walk on the downs most days and um um, um, and, you know, it, 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 I think that was also a big part of my body acceptance because, it, you know, the minute I could walk again after my operation, I was just like, wow, my body's amazing. It's, it's like, healed me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was like totally broken and, and now it's okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, A, thank you to my amazing surgeon, but B, you know, thank you to, for my body for mm. healing and getting me back to that point. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I can't ask for more than that, really, is to have a body that moves and that works okay and is pain-free. So, really you know. Mm. I think that's the one thing that you can take away from this podcast is that we only have one life from what we know. Yeah. <laughs> and 
we only get one body so we need to really respect the fact that this body is here to keep us alive and keep us you know living a life that we want so just respect it yeah. with that and listen to it and don't beat it up and don't beat yourself up and also don't let your own thoughts around your body stop you from living the life that you want to live because you don't want to get to the end of your life and think I wish I did more be- like because I didn't feel confident enough yeah. to do it live your life and your body is it, as much as we're saying respect it, it is just a body yes you are not just your body you are more than that yeah. you've got a soul inside of there so you need to take care of that too definitely but thank you so much for being on here my pleasure it was actually a really great talk it's literally flown by <laughs> we've been here an hour wow well, no idea how <laughs> um but yeah, obviously go and follow Emma. I'm going to put her Instagram in the show notes. And if you need somebody that will take your photo and you can feel confident, this is your girl. No, oh, thanks, Liz. Um, and obviously follow her project Valid. You are still taking applicants for Valid, right? I am, yeah. I'm looking for anybody that, um, like literally anybody that feels any feelings of invalidity around their body. And like it can be shame that other people put on them or shame that you put on yourself. So um, anybody that has a story to tell about that, it doesn't have to be extremes or anything. It can just literally be... Um, as I say, anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go check her out, guys, and I'll chat to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.